rabbit zoned out and I hear, um, Dick, I, I need Dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of can't do that. made me fucking laugh. Dude, I, so I, so I, 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 I just jumped in with that. Dude, I, I, my ears perk up and I, and I approach her and I was like, maybe I, I'm exactly what you're looking for. She's like, dick with sweet cream. I'm like, Jesus, keep it down a little bit. But yeah, like, I don't, do you want to go out back? Like, what do you want? And this gentleman walks up next to me during this, and he goes, I'm dick, large latte, sweet cream. And she's like, yeah. And he, <laughs> I'm not allowed in that Starbucks anymore. As you shouldn't be. Welcome to Hoagie time. Welcome to Hoagie time. Where we camera over here? Different yeah, angle, yeah. huh? We're going with a different angle, man. We're trying to, we're trying to find our comfort zone here at Hoagie time headquarters, Casa O'Hagan. What's up, man? How was uh, how was your week? My week since we last met. What what is there anything to report? I had no gigs this past weekend. Oh, we got. Thank uh, you for the Ho Gardens, Trish Daly. Trish Daly, thanks for the Ho Garden. Whatever your last name is now, but you'll always be yeah, Trish Daly yeah. to me. Thank you for the Ho Gardens. No offense to the new moniker, the yeah. new uh, the new name. Um, I didn't have any gigs this weekend. I didn't do anything no. for the Eagles game. I chilled with with chilled with my kids. Um, Such bit. I don't. Sorry. I don't got a whole. Whole no. report, man. Yeah. Did you play this weekend? I did. I was at Westgate Pub. How was that? I enjoyed you it. You were looking forward to that. I was. And uh it's a good spot. It, I like it. I um my first time there and it was uh it was cool. Bernie Egan uh, a hoagie. He he was there. Shout out Bernie Egan. Yeah. Uh he goes back uh, he goes way back with us. A lot of my Havertown fans, the Keenan family. Uh, nice. they were all out. Love, love all those guys. Yeah. Bunzy. <laughs> he was Bunzy there? Nah, he's a he, Bunzy's he's a family man now. You don't get him out like he used to. Much but, respect to all the other Keenans. when we do get buns out, it's me and him ripping parliaments <sighs> all night. <sighs> you know what I'm talking about, Bunzy. Bunzy, when I yeah. get that twinkle in my eye <laughs> with Michael Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. how I was. And, yeah, the Eagles, I I, uh, I ended up going to Tavola, uh for a little, but I watch? stopped. Yeah, I stopped. You weren't uh, performing. I weren't perform. I was not performing. Yeah, but how about it? We're back in the Super Bowl. It's cool, man. It's a really cool thing. And you know what? I realized today, in the bar business, it's always historically beat at the end of January into February, and it usually doesn't pick up until uh, St. Patrick's Day or so. Yeah. So a lot of gigs and stuff. If you're a work, you know, bartender, waitress, a waiter, musician, those are cold, the dry months. There's a good chance you're going to work and going home in an hour because nobody's out. It's always a great thing when the, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl because that boosts all that. Great thing, dude. And I don't, yeah. I don't talk about my work on the podcast, but yeah. I, work, I work in the beer industry and have mm-hmm. for a while. It's a markedly noticeable thing. Increase, right? It, yeah, and especially like in the playoffs too, like where it's not like uh, all throughout the playoffs, like the fills. Yeah. Like where every night feels like a Super Bowl for like five nights, you know, out of yeah. a week. Like there is a gigantic. Boost to the uptick. economy. Absolutely. And to take out and bars, yeah. too. And to the general, like, vibe of a city. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's cool. It's just a cool thing. Have you seen some of the videos <laughs> floating around? Fucking what's, what's so cool is, like, finally, like, after so many years, and we're, we're Delco guys. Um, we identify with Philly on times like this. So, you know, it's not like we're pretending like we're broadcasting from Please the city. Please don't tell me what, how I identify, okay? But go ahead. Fair enough, pal. Don't don't shank me again. She her. Don't shank me. Oh, okay, please, please. All right, all right. If if her is not, if her will allow me to continue, I still don't understand, but guy. All right, all right. Um, I'm I'm off track now. Um, great videos. So great yeah, videos yeah. coming from the celebration. And after all these years of the country of the world loving to talk shit on Philadelphia and this area, yeah. Now people love us. Yeah. I've noticed Barstool posted a couple times today. 
and they're like, there is no place on earth like Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. The, and it's the, showing yeah. that crowd by City Hall. Mm-hmm. It's showing like the 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 general festivities. They constantly call us scumbags too, and they got us dead on. They're right. Like we're just a bunch of scumbags. There's nothing like a home Philadelphia game, and it, and it translates to TV. So when they're watching around the country and the world, it's noticeably different in Philadelphia than it is in Seattle or San Fran. Like, and everyone's seeing that. And I think it's got it's a general uptick to like in sports and maybe music or anything. People wanting to be here. Yeah. It could probably help in business too. Like I know a couple of years ago they were wondering where Amazon's new plant was going to be, and Philadelphia was like a finalist. I think they might have went to Baltimore. Who knows? But I think it has an overall positive effect on everything, business. Um, you know the nightlife, people's um, happiness. It's just it's just a cool thing. What I was about to say, I'm here for. Yeah, it. what I'm saying is, so there's a big crowd down by City Hall. Mm-hmm. Did you see Jello Man? Like, there's the video going out this evening with. Do you know about Jello Man? Is he to do with the tattoos all on his stomach? Jello Man is Sammy Vile and Kurt Vile's brother. Like the Vile family is like. Oh, the musicians. Yes, okay. the musicians. So you got Kurt. Kurt sure. Vile, mm. uh, then I don't know them all. Mm. Um, Sammy's a local musician, and he does these really, really funny videos that like might prom- promote his next gig and stuff like that. But they're like well produced, like they're all so artistic. Right. And uh, then their other brother, and I don't know the family well, but their other brother's name is Jello Man, and there may be more. I, I don't know. Is it but, his baptismal but, name? Dude, he might as well be. <laughs> it might be Paul, I think. But he's known as Jello Man, and I think he came to fame at one of the festivals. Or several of the big festivals like Firefly, whatever. But he would go around the camping sections of these campouts, these yeah. festival campouts, and he would have Jello shots. And he became known as Jello Man. Well, now he's got like one of those one wheels where it's like that, not a full on Segway, but that kind of idea, but with like a skateboard, but it's like a, a unit. He's got super athletic. He's got all these weird things. Yeah. Anyway. They're showing the big crowd down by City Hall last night, and it's fucking Jello Man up on some kind of board, and he's surfing this board <laughs> as the people below him are crowd surfing it. Yeah, and he has this bow and arrow type thing that he's flinging Jello shots out to the crowd with, and the crowd is just going off in delight, dude. No shit. And so it says there is, and the, it's Barstool's where it's like there's no place like Philadelphia, <laughs> like it was just the craziest, most random shit, and then. He does a handstand on this board while it's still being crowd surfed. Wow. And the crowd goes ballistic. And it looks like it's about to tip down, over. And he, and he somehow doesn't fall. He maintains the handstand. While, and it, it gets, for yeah. those watching on this camera, it gets tilted yeah. where there's no reason he's still up. Speak, speaking and of. And he, <laughs> he recovers. Yeah. And speaking legend. of falling, did you see the one where they actually were up there on the bus stop yeah. there? And it just. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody broke a bone. Yeah, a group of dudes <laughs> up on a uh, the top of a bus stop, yeah. and it just now you have the half dog. You like th- does that when you see that? Are you like I got to get down there? Are you at the no. age now where like no. uh, you're glad to be so far no. away from that? Yeah, so thankful that I so can watch I, yeah. watch shit like that on Instagram. Yeah, and get a sense of what it's like. Right, but without I, having to get down, I'm get not home. on that time anymore. Like I'm to be down it. there. Yeah, like at an, at at a, at a time. That was like, oh, I got to get down there for that. Now I just want to watch it from a safe place. I don't even really want to go to the games anymore. Like, like, oh, like someone asked me this week, like, oh, if we get tickets, I'm like, not really. I'm like, I, uh, it, first of all, football translates perfectly to TV. You, you see everything. You're at a game. You're watching dots on the field. And you're basically watching the big, big fan board to see anything. It's just not. It, it looks awesome, and I and I. I understand it, but no, I'm I'm cool not being a part of it. I'm not frowning upon it at all. Yeah, 
I used to be about it. For those listening, and what's cool is we get some, <laughs> we get some metrics on who's listening and who's not. How accurate it is, I'm not sure. But we seem to have a shout out to our our friends over at Westchester University, WC. It feel it, it seems like we've got at least a few of you guys over there watching us from the younger <laughs> generation who I'm sure are down at these things. Yeah. We're not frowning upon them, boys. I have to tell you. We used to do it all the time. Yeah, but you just it. kind of reach we a point it. where yeah, you we did it. It's you've like already did it. it, you've experienced it, it rules. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, 20 years later, you don't feel much different, but I'm not quite as up for uh, negotiating traffic on the way down or back anymore. Yeah, well, the, the, when you're young. Blacked out you taxi even, you rides are cool you for a while. You think about that. You think about, you're taking the L. Yeah, and dude, you got your it becomes thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, like that's, it, that's just like how I always say, everything's relative, like what? What was fun then might be a little bit overwhelming now, but still, yeah, it's not like we didn't do it. We did it, and it was awesome. Yeah. So that's why, like, yeah, I'm I'm pumped up for Philly. I fucking go Eagles, man. And the next two weeks are going to be awesome. So the Super Bowl's in Arizona. Yeah. I saw in the news there's already people, like, figuring out all their shit, and there's something else going on out there. The waste this... management open. Okay. The loudest, the loudest shit contest. Oh, is that where they throw the beers yeah. on the 18th? Yeah. That, that is fucking awesome. If they score, if you get a hole in one, yeah, they literally it's like a hat trick, but they'll throw. You know, that's 20, the coolest golf. Oh, I did event see that before in the country. Yeah, that's awesome. And all yeah. the dudes are drink. They're kind of even. Drink, aren't the golfers drinking? Uh, the beers are not really I mean, it's professional. They're, not, they're technically not allowed to drink, but you know, right. come on now. Yeah, exactly. Um, everyone does. Everyone said, does that, drugs. That hole, that stadium section right there. Uh, Minimum price for one day is five fifty, but it's all you can drink. Ooh. Yeah. So Arizona's going to be bumping this week or yeah. the next two weeks, but yeah, that's uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I saw, I saw there was supposed to be some green comet coming by. HTR local astronomer, do you care to, to chime in on this? When can I see it? Did I miss it? Is that like an Eagles you fan that runs down the street? It. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the blue comment. It's oh, the gotcha. restaurant. My, my aunt, oh, oh, my, my, aunt, my aunt worked there. My aunt was a waitress hey, man, at the I blue comment. Place, can I get man, you boys some it. more scrapple? <laughs> and she did smoke. I, I do remember as a kid, she I'm was a waitress psychic, at the dude. blue comment, and she, she smoked while working, and everybody smoked while working. I remember like bringing the food, and she had the cigarette dangling from her lip. I know the last time I was at the uh, Olympic Diner in Clifton, and I think that I think that shit's trashy in a funny way. But it was so bad that the fucking waitress's smoke bouncing out of the middle of her mouth while she's taking her order. I, I, I was funny. like, I'm never that's coming That's charming. Back. That's charming. I, I was uncharmed by it. Yeah. I love, I'm the type of guy that I, you know, I get imperial three times a week still. I love that old world stuff. How do you maintain that sex V? <laughs> the v that yeah. abdominal sex V, no though, idea. with all this pizza intake. I actually have a, it's really like, something the opposite else. V. Like this way, so I go there and it goes out that way. <laughs> I have a triangle. Oh, that's right. I stand on my head a lot around you. <laughs> Tom, what were, so, HD, so there's a, a, a there's not not the blue comet, but a celestial event. Yeah, so there's a comet that's in the northwestern sky. It's going to be its brightest. Uh, as of this taping, it'll have already passed. But uh, basically, February 1st. Are you saying I missed it? No, no, February 1st. Right. Uh, right now, uh, it's uh, uh, January 30th. But February 1st in the northwestern sky, you'll be able to see the comet and its tail. And it's going to be faint, but... Will we be able to see its asshole? Yeah, well. and like hopefully, I I want to know if there's any groups like cults that are going to commit suicide and follow that comment. Well, we anywhere. didn't. We didn't. Yeah, learn let's about get to that shit. Yeah, maybe we can start that until about 16 months ago. So they the cults didn't get time to prepare for this. Oh, okay. you just give me and, a chance. Uh, and then it's not going to come back for 50,000 years because they figured out its orbit. Right now, if uh, you really want to see it. You, no, nah, I'm good. It's I'm good. Actually, it's not the best place to look because all the light pollution. Yeah, you have a uh, app see it's called Stargazer. 
It's yeah. a free app. Yeah, you my, point it into uh, the sky, and it'll show you where the comments are, and it'll tell you where to look. And but uh, Potter County would be a good spot. Potter County, oh PA, my God, like, yeah. the, the, Potter sky, County. the sky's very. I hear that they can age a comet by lifting up its tail and looking at its asshole. Tom, <laughs> do we know how old this comet is? Um, I haven't looked at its asshole, so I'm not uh, sure. Just do we know the age? Pardon me for probably, being crass. Probably 14 billion years Whoa. old. Yeah. You know. You know what? I I just. I don't know. I mean, I don't really, I don't get off on that, but it, it's absolutely enormously interesting and all that. But it's just like you know, nothing. It doesn't change anything. That's, that's fucking know. sick. And man. when it does change, like it will be long gone. It's wild, you know? dude. It's just wild. Yeah, it's to wild. Think about, man. Yeah, we're in a, we're you know, I love the fact that we're just spinning on a planet and all that. Like that's been that, that's a cool thing to think about. But I don't know. But it stops there. It stops there for me. All right. You know, you know, that's all right. that's that's all. Yeah. You heard it here, kids. If you want to be like Money Mike, just don't be curious about. Don't the, be curious. Yeah, be, but, the you know, origins about, of life. Exactly. Or no origins of life. Totally cool. But things in the sky, you know, the comets and stuff—they've happened before. You know, I are like they the, exclusive? The not. I think they're. Yeah, I, th- I think they're exclusive. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not the meaning of life. I love like the meaning mm-hmm. of life and the origins of life. Obviously, life started when Jesus said it did. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know and I know. Yeah, it. whenever Sister Rosita taught <laughs> yeah. us it did. That's no, when it started. With the fucking Adam and Eve. Like, obviously, that's the truth. Indeed. But, yeah, that... Um, yeah, Raptor Jesus. Remember that one? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, no, so it was a meme. It's like the, the Baptist church that believes the, the earth is only 6,000 years old. And then some oh, yeah, raptors there. were around, yeah, and Jesus rode on top of a raptor because he sounds was good to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm it was yeah, I do. I I belong to this church, and yeah. you nailed it. That's exactly right. what we believe. I but can't dude, believe if I you guys remember. Want to do a deep dive? Just look up James uh. Webb Telescope and Origins of Life. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already oh, out. Oh yeah. shit, I'm out. Hey, it's all yeah. right. No, it's uh, maybe I'm just not interested. Just misspell it, life like L Y F E, and it brings up weird porn. Yeah, yeah, that'd be it. So yeah, you got any gigs this week, Half Dog? Yeah, dude, I'm back at uh, I'm back at Barnaby's Westchester. Right. It's been a month or so. If so you watch awesome any of our done. episodes, like we're pretty much at the same places. Yeah, every time. Yeah, we're so, not on yeah. tour, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm at Barnaby's Westchester on Saturday. Are Saturday. you anywhere? Uh, yes, Saturday. Con Murphy's in Philly, actually. Nice little um, downtown. That was probably you couldn't probably get in there yesterday. It's parking like down there these days. Do they have a little spot for right you in next the garage? Door, yeah, garage, and it's. Not much, fifteen bucks or something. Oh, you have to pay for it. Yeah, you have to pay for it, but it's uh, half, whatever. Okay, yeah. all right, we'll take it. Yeah, I add that into my price, but I like it. Can I can I ask when you're going to be uh, doing brunch again? Because the uh, wife loved that day. I don't know because I actually something happened. I did a gig there and I called out, and I don't know how happy they are with me. So I got to work my way back into uh, the, uh, to the concha Hawkins scene. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. exactly. I mean, hey, I mean. They get two people, uh, I guarantee you, uh, the time you're there, though. So yeah. I mean, it doesn't really bode well for you on that. But, hey, we're, she she loved going up there for that, and she had Thank a great you. time. So. Well, if she needs my phone number, give it to her. HC, is your golf trip on, uh, on Inside Out all day or just like? <laughs> Didn't even uh, notice that. Yes, it has been uh, Inside Out since I started cooking uh, this evening. And these are my old work shirts. So mm-hmm. just in case I had to get on camera tonight, I... Didn't want to have my you would typically work. be shirtless. Oh, of course. You know, <laughs> what, a, course. what a god this guy is. But I didn't want to get grease on me tonight. HT you know is also is. a world famous cook. And that's an internationally famous lover, too. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, speaking of lovers, have you seen the Paul Pelosi video? No, what's that? He's like Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's uh, husband. No, and the, dude, the I don't fuck. All right, what, what's, what's, 
Well, of course, like Tucker Carlson and all them said, like, you know, he must be like gay with this guy. But wasn't the, there something months ago? Yeah, the video came out. Yeah, he, uh, it was yeah, an intruder. Really an intruder okay. broke into the house and basically fucked him up with a hammer. But then everybody like on the news cycle said, like, he's no, he's they were gay lovers <laughs> and they got caught. Like and then the video came out they, like recently that just proved like, no, they, the guy broke into his house and was beating him with a hammer. So now they're saying to all the people that like told, you know, you know, all those lies like, oh, you're going to apologize now. And nobody has to apologize for shit anymore. Just Dude, how is that possible? Down. You can just be like, ah, nah, they were gay. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then when you, you get proved it for wrong, months. Yeah. Then when you get proved wrong, you're just like, nah. The only no. thing he proved was he was inebriated, but and he was in his boxer shorts. But think about this: if you're inebriated and you go to bed, do you wear your full suit? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, and they he saw had the underwear guy. on while he was sleeping. Yeah, and you see the guy breaking into the back door. Must with have been butt fucking a vagrant. Exactly. So like, I just love how like now in the news cycle, you don't have to apologize for shit. That's you know, it's it's, it's amazing. I wish like they, there's no there, there's no risk. There's no and then the people yeah. that are so adamant like yeah, he was butt fucking the, like <laughs> they just conveniently miss the one episode. Like they'll mention oh, it. I didn't they'll mention it. it once. That's not what I saw. They will retract it once. That's not what I after saw. After they said it a hundred times for weeks, and the people that love it miss that one blurb that they throw out there real yeah. quick. They miss it. Like oh, I didn't see that shit. Yeah, really happened. Yeah, man. Two truths, dude. Elon so whatever. It all comes down to who can fight better. This. Yeah. On Twitter, he, Elon apologized. He goes, I was wrong. He Did he? Because uh, that was the big thing, That's whether cool he was thing. going to. Because, he you know. He goes, I was uh, misled. You know, he goes, but the story that came out. Right, well, out, if you're Elon Musk, you should really be you should be held to a higher standard to it. You, you shouldn't jump on it. Just, oh, the story came out thing. You're Elon Musk. Like, you, you know, you have a big platform. I don't know. I, I'm of the belief that people with a well, bigger platform have more responsibility. Platform. It was before he owned that platform, when he came yeah, out. Well, so. He still owns half of the world. it. Yeah, that's that was Paul Pelosi. So funny. So like, <laughs> all that like gay stuff was just proven wrong. Proven wrong. Yeah. I mean, how about this? Didn't the Pope come out last week and was like, "It's okay to be gay," yeah. not verbatim, well, yes. but he gave a speech where he was like, "It's not a sin to be homosexual." No, well, he he can't make that call. That's got to go through some catechism, like Rome, right? But, just, but he made the call saying, like, from this point on, I'm making the call now to like to change. Our, our our set belief on this, but you know, you can be gay. And but the be Pope Christian. is infallible, okay. right? Is that still a thing where, like, if he says it, it's considered the word of Jesus? So all the people that have been hiding behind, I don't just hate gays because you know I'm you know, I'm I'm not heartless. I hate him because it's my religion. Well, now that some Chilean guy that right. lives in Italy right. said that it's okay, shouldn't they it's now change? I don't. It's got to go through. Like, yeah. look, my attack on Catholicism yeah. remains yeah. strong. Yeah. Two weeks yeah, in. No, so, like, he said, yeah, correct. The he Pope says it, but he can, he's suggesting it, is, you know. But it has to become ecumenical law. That's what it is, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's not. And there's right. also, like, the, I, I don't know if you saw with the Flyers, like, the player didn't want to, it was yeah. Pride Night, and he didn't, you know, didn't want to do the pregame with the jersey on. Like, you know, whatever. I, I support, you know, gay, the, the whole thing. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, there's a lip, like, we can't fight everybody. But I don't look good in Rainbow. Or like just fucking if you don't want to do it, don't do it. That's all. But that's what I'm saying about the Russian Orthodox that they don't they don't follow the Pope. So there's Christian. Not all Christians follow the Pope. So, you know, they might not even if the Pope says that they don't have to believe it, you know. So. All right. But uh, that's I saw that, too. And, you know, they'd have a lot more fucking followers because a lot of the gays, they they, they'll follow the Catholic shit. Like some of the gays I know are like the hardest core Catholics. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they're missing out on numbers, man. Yeah. Let's see here. Yo, dude, so do you do you listen to much like new rap? 
like new rappers, like the younger guys, like the mumble. Not real. I know who they are. Like I know uh, Chief Keef and all that. I'd like all some right. of the street rappers Dude, more, like um, you know Arab and uh. Yeah, you know. you're much more in tune. I'm, yeah, with the, the non-commercial. Shit. But yeah, not like the Lil Uzi Vert. Okay, so yeah, like yeah, Lil yeah. Uzi Vert, I think of him. Yeah. Of when I typically think of the sh- like the newer shit that like I just I've tried and mm-hmm. I I don't get. Lil Yachty was always a name that always a name that came to mind. Yeah. Know who he is? No problem with him. Just never heard shit that I thought was cool and right. Dude, Questlove, the 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 Roots drummer, he's I trust his musical sense. I read his book. No big deal. I read a little bit. Yeah, um, read his book. Both readers, and I, and I love his. Uh, I love his takes on music. He yeah. talks like great stuff about Prince, where he's kind of like stuff he's written has made me look at Prince's music in a different way, where maybe I didn't get it at first, at but first, now yeah. at least. And he has this long Instagram post the other night, and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll text you the picture. But he's like, look, he's like, bear with me here. He's like, I listened to this album and couldn't believe it. I listened to it again. Full the way through three times. Yeah. And not only did I not expect this from Little Yachty, I didn't expect this from music, period. He's like, this is. In general, these days. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's wild. He's like, "Um, this is the type of album, I forget the terminology he used, but he's like, it's it's typically what's called like a divorce album. When you feel like you've musically, you've painted yourself into a corner, you're tired of the contract you're in, you owe them one more record, yeah. and you just do something stupid just yeah, to blow just it to up and the, move on. Yes. He's like, it normally works where like it scares the record company away and you're out, yeah. because, but sometimes it backfires. And he mentions Sergeant Pepper's, um, Sergeant Pepper's. Yeah. And he's like, little did they know that show tunes would not turn off their crowd, but only gain them the new crowd that likes show tunes. And so I never Sergeant thought of it Peppers that way. was that for them? That was I, the last one? I, yeah. I've dug deeper, okay. But judging from that, anyway. So I, I'm I'm gonna go for a walk the other night. And I, I put on, give this a shot. Yeah, dude, it starts out, and it is like, it's pretty rip off. I'm not not down. It, it's fucking awesome. I, li- yeah. I listen to the album front to back a couple times. But it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it starts out like almost like a complete rip off of like Pink Floyd's Animals, and like um have a cigar. Yeah. But it is full on Pink Floyd vibe. Which I love with it's, rap, r- rap over top, but it's not. But it's not like the normal rap that you would expect. He's trying to sing a little bit, yeah, and maybe it's auto tune. But like, it's just it's interesting that he's just trying something so artistic. Yeah. Uh, then when the rap does come in, it might be slower. It might be like a little bit more syncopated. It might not quite fit. Yeah. But the whole time you're like, this is weird and this is out there, but this is very listenable it's, and this is pretty interesting. It's artistic. Wow. It's so super artistic. Yeah, it's it reminded me of like. When Radiohead, like OK Computer, came out, holy and shit! And I'm not saying yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Like, yeah, dude, it's it, Lil Yachty. It really seems. All like I know about Lil Yachty is he bangs uh, "Cash Me Outside." How about that girl? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's dude. I hate her. Bad, I hate her so much that too. like she's grown on me. To yeah, where I she's want a it. bad bitch, dude. Yeah, dude. And yeah, that they're like a thing. But man, I I, I didn't expect that at all coming from. They're an ongoing thing. I kind of not ongoing. I pegged her as a bit of a pass around. Yeah, exactly. But the, the, no that, offense, cash me outside, girl. <laughs> and our invite for you to visit us still is it's, on the table. Yeah, bad bunny. Is, yeah, that, that, I, I think it's over. I don't think uh, anybody from in their young twenties latched together anymore. That's out of style. Yeah, it's right? out of style. Yeah. I respect like, that. Yeah, I respect it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're boy they're but dude, it's, a, it's a great listen. I forget what it's yeah. called, but if you mean wh- wherever. You search wherever, it's gonna pop up and you're gonna know. Yeah. Um it's fuck it's fucking cool, man. I have to admit. I'll, I'll take a listen to that. Did you see Dave Matthews? Uh they have a 
They have a new album coming out. So the guy, the the pedophile in the band, is he still in there or is he out? Dude, not a pedophile. (laughs) Not a pedophile. Not a pedophile. Oh, he was bad to a boy. Not a pedophile, but a closeted closeted gay. Mm -hmm. That's not the joke. The joke is he was very aggressive. He liked feet, but he liked socks. (laughs) Like he would hit these dudes up. And, like, ask for their socks so he could, like, beat off to them and stuff. Their socks. Oh, it was just dude. such a weird niche. And like, that's so specific that you know it's true. There's <laughs> no, you can't back out of that. Yeah. Like, nobody would make it. Like, it was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, know? he's not on the scene anymore. Yeah. Um, there's no violin player in the band. They have a new full-time oh, that was such, that was such a guy on organ, Buddy yeah. Strong. Yeah, that was such was a cool. huge part. The, the, some of the best times of my life were going to see Dave Matthews 100%. concerts in high school. Yeah. I remember, man, you would just, you know, drink beers and you were underage and you'd hook up with chicks like i remember one time and your dollar had value your dollar had value <laughs> like there was dry hump sessions going on. i remember like just walking into the, and looking in between cars and just fucking dry hump sessions like dude triples all oh, just people sliding in third base yeah, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere and you're just looking and you're like wow this is life that's yeah. life like when i think of that life, was that was it. when i think of pre-9-11 life it's all dave matthews band parking lots yes until that fateful day yeah life just, was just dave matthews just band parking lots. just trying to get a hookup in and not trying too hard and not trying too hard because you know you're, you're gonna get one anyway you know? just how many but those those were those are the highlights of my life well, Dave you matthews. see that man they have a new album coming out and i was like laughing to myself at how far out there they're telling everyone about it so it we're taping on a Monday night. It's January 30th, I think. Tonight, yes. Is it January 30th? It is, yes. So this album isn't coming out until May. Really? Yeah. The tickets for their upcoming tour go on sale in like three weeks. Yeah. So maybe I guess that's the hype for the... But like, that is a big... That's a big, big jump, lead. yeah. So hopefully it gets more interesting and exciting. Or maybe they, they got hopefully, a couple things yeah. they're going to... Um, I fell off. I, I used to absolutely love them yeah. in the late 90s when I was 70 years old. Um, yeah. Like the late 90s. And yeah. then like they just started releasing bad albums that at least I didn't enjoy. Who I didn't, am I, I didn't, to tell them their music's not right. good? Right, you know. They, they, had a, they had a niche with the kind of acoustic uh, frat kind of rock thing. And like any band, like I kind of feel for them. Where do you go yeah. after, after being perfect? You and know you can't I mean? be 24 years old forever, so of yeah. course your outlook on life right. and, and even your, Spring- your musicality yeah. is going to change. And I feel that same way about Springsteen. Like the first three albums, four albums, were so fucking amazing. Of course, it, like, you know, like, you know, he puts out like uh, um, Hungry Heart or something like that. Yeah. And those guys are going to be disappointed. But where do you go from right. Rosalita? Like right. all the excitement, the highs and lows of like cinematic love and, you know, the streets and all that. And then like finally, maybe it didn't pay the bills and you put out something like that. Like it's it's tough not to hate on it, but you got to kind of think of the big picture. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're not they're not machines cranking out. They're, they're yeah. real people that are living their lives. Even Sir Mix-a-Lot matured a lot throughout <laughs> his career. The first hit was about butt, yeah. and the second hit the second hit was about tits. And you're oh, not you g- said that last week, right? Yeah, but you're not going to get pink eye from tits, Mike. So it's le- it's more classy. At least m- most tits you won't get pink eye from. Sir Mixlock gets a lot of plug on it. Hoagie time. I just I was just thinking about an arc of maturity musically. <laughs> musically, well, you said yeah, he went with that a band after that. But yeah, dude, Bruce Springsteen, man. Like when they started out, like in uh, up in Asbury Park. Yeah, I read in his book, which is the best. Great, greatest book I've ever read. I didn't make it through. It was, oh, I didn't make it through. It was the greatest book I ever read. I read I, it in I three days, it, man. It was I like just, 600 pages. It, it was blew a lot. By. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, it was taking me a long time to get through. 
and I, I like it was like the, 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 your the, Adderall the, that week, man. I, I guess I should have. Yeah. But like the court shit in the eighties, I think is when I just was like, all right, dude, I get it. Yeah. Um, nah, I'm not saying I didn't. I didn't. I'm not saying I dislike it. Yeah. But what I like it was like talks about how they got their bearings playing gigs like on the be- at the beach and the shore. Right. They went into a bar that was empty, and they were like, "You don't have to pay us. We're gonna set up over there, and we're gonna play. Yeah. And we're gonna have our get guy. The stuff. We're gonna have our, our guy collect a dollar at the door, and uh, then we don't need a cut from the you know whatever. Or right. we can we can deal with that out. later. Yeah. And the guys like, all right. And the first couple weeks or nights or whatever. There was nobody coming through, and then maybe three people, then whatever. And then it just cranked yeah. after a few weeks, and then it made more than enough sense yeah. for the arrangement they worked out. Like, everybody was making money, them and the bar. When I read that part in the book, I was, like, fascinated. I was, I, like, that was one of the <laughs> biggest moments. of like, man, I would have loved to have been there because they had that James, white James Brown thing going on. And, like, yeah. And it was fun, and it, you're at the shore dancing with your, you know— your lady, and then you go out to the store. Your dollar had value. Yeah, your dollar <laughs> had value. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 Springsteen man. He, I mean, obviously he's a big influence to both of us. Probably the biggest. And what a crazy different time too. Like, it's 1974, three. You're hanging around Asbury Park. Half the people didn't even leave their house with shoes. You hear you hear a commotion <laughs> yeah. from the bar. You go, you pay a dollar at the door, yeah. you go in, and you don't know it's Bruce Springsteen, but you see this bearded guy, real skinny, yeah. cranking through three hours of originals that people are fast dancing to, hearing them for the first time. Like, the hunger for original music was so great. Yeah. That it wasn't like, I'm going to go support my buddy at the coffee shop and right. listen to his music. Originals it was, died. we're going to yeah. fast dance all night long to this band as long as that we've never as heard. As long as your tempo, you keep your tempo up, they fucking loved as it, As long man. as the fire's there, we're going to rock they and roll. Loved it. He's the last of the breed, man. I mean, people... Well. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Ladies thank and gentlemen. Thank you. Mike Barkley. But I mean, with the passing of, like, uh, Crosby, like, those guys are going now. So, like, Bruce, like... I mean, obviously, he's in tremendous shape. He's probably going to live for another 20 years. But, like, yeah. you got to see some of these guys before. You know, I, I always thought that. Like, you know, I saw the Stones, and it was one of the most, like, the Stones and Dylan, and the, both of them were so underwhelming. But I was like, okay, at least I got it in. Like, you know, yeah. and Bruce, but he still puts on the, a, a great show. I saw Brian Wilson and his band do um, Pet Sounds at the Tower. Really? Four years ago, five years ago, yeah. maybe. And was he was on a what did it like a like a nurse walk him out to the piano? I'm not. This is not a joke. Like <laughs> I'm not making fun. He was just in poor physical shape and poor fi- poor poor voice. Right. It was cool to be in the same room as him, but it was kind of like a museum display. He had a 15 piece band. Everyone on stage was a genius. Yeah. Um. And they carried most of the, they carried the weight. Right. It was just kind of almost like. That's why a novelty. Like, yeah. look, we actually have him on stage. Look, he's on stage. Yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't the meat of the show at all. That's why Thug Folk. We broke up at the end because they were saying the same thing about me. Like, yeah. I was so, like, in bad shape. Yeah, poor form. When the easels started coming out on stage and you were just painting instead <laughs> of singing, that's when everybody's like, "All right, dude, I get it. I'm out." Yeah, out. We're not going to bootleggers anymore. <laughs> but even then, there was a, in when we were, uh, there was still original places to gotta play and do you like your hour yeah that was the that had to have been the last of course there will always be them but like let's be honest a lot of the original rooms aren't that happening no. and they don't have built-in crowds and it's mostly like come support your friend and not come back all here tomorrow based. night it's all friend it's all friend based. based yeah um the original room in the back of bootleggers yeah. was truly a unique concept and the last one of its kind of course you had the cover band up front with the big crowd that's not everyone's taste but they'd spill out 
Like that was but the, the only people chance would to get spill some of, out. Yeah, yeah, that was why that and it was designed that to spill out. Yeah, and maybe you know you and your girlfriends come around and they're not playing the songs that you know, so you go back. But at least you were exposed to it for a minute yeah. or two, and some people would stay. Maybe because there was more space, easier to get a beer. Sure. But then they'd end up hearing some songs that they might like, and it was yes, perfect. That was perfect. And, and I'm glad you brought up that uh, because there was other places like Abilene's, Whiskey Tango, that tried to do those kind of nights and stuff like that. Um, Finnegan's Wake tried to do it, but it, there was no other draw. It was just the original. So, like, it was nice to boot, like I said, like a, t- a band, a, yeah. you know, covered that, that, you know, got your. It was like a side stage. Your bulk people out there. And then you kind of walk in there and you're like, oh, like, it introduced people to original music and it helped them you know didn't set them up to fail and the original band could could still bring their friends out if they wanted to but then there'd also be some overflow yeah so it was like it was designed like that. we'll have to put a link to our thug folk show from bootleggers back room that's cool it's pretty cool i mean it's it's pretty cool like it's one of the best played shows that we did Mm -hmm. and we have we have a lot of live recordings still and when you go back, we're not as we're not as elite yeah, as uh, yeah, we're not as elite as the legend might lead you to believe. To be honest, um, but this is a show where like there's minimal mistakes. It yeah. sounds pretty good. It's really representative of yeah where what we became as far as like an original act, and that video was lost for a long time. It was it was on like a micro cassette yeah for this weird um, video camera that I had. I forgot it was tucked in like a closet somewhere. When so did cool you get that, it, that to video? Probably. 10 15 years after yeah huh. i th- that it, that you're right that is probably the, the the cleanest show that we could i mean the vocals aren't perfect and all in the you know but it's still pretty good it's pretty good yeah because yeah, we're proud of it <laughs> we don't have tons of archives out there we have some some audio shows that won't be released we'll probably will but yeah we haven't been in if a rush just, to release them yeah if you just ask us we will but <laughs> yeah uh but yeah, those uh, original rooms and uh, but it was it, to make a CD like back then it was a CD, but an album, it was pretty like that. At least you leave your kind of you know like you did and like we did, um, to leave a mark, doing something is pretty cool. There's something that'll be there when you're gone. Yeah. And I don't plan to be here too long. I, yeah. How much yeah. did you guys make total on? Lost money. Ninety eight dollars, right? Lost money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I the, the CD itself cost two grand to make because I remember we played two gigs for free that we got a thousand bucks a piece. That was in two thousand two or something. And it only cost two thousand because we recorded for one day in a professional studio where we got most of. We did it live we as a band. The, yeah, like we took a lot of shortcuts. Like that's how we were able to do it for relatively cheap. Um, we did a lot of the album live as mm-hmm. rhythm sections, um, and then. Shit that we needed to fix, we fixed for free at our friend Owen Hoxie's home studio for weeks after. We, we fixed vocals, we fixed guitar stuff. Yeah. But we were able to get down, like, most of all of the drums, a lot of the stringed instruments. Bass. Pat Smith hopped on um, a Hammond organ that was on site mm-hmm. that we were able to keep. I think they had a, a legit, like, grand, grand piano. piano. They had a grand, yeah, because yeah. that's the outro of uh, Actor. Yeah. Was uh, then we, um, uh, then we, we were able to... Some of the guitar to... and vocal overdubs we did yep. in Jersey. Yep, yeah. and then we were able to finish... That and then I, I don't know what it cost to send it to um, disc makers, but they did a nice job with that. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw a documentary on Netflix, and it was about like the recording studio guys from the '70s and how much things have changed mm. with like home studios, because they're like, we had a hundred thousand dollars worth of recording equipment, and we were the only ones that knew how to use it. Yeah. So if you and your band wanted to record, you had to come through here. And then it talks about how home recording and then pretty comparable 
and then they're just like the market started getting flooded with shittier recordings after a while mm. because like they didn't have a proper engineer and things like that. So we had, I mean, we had an engineer and we had all yeah. that shit that day. Yeah. So like we definitely like it was had all the benefits of a real too. studio. Yeah, I haven't uh, kept up with him, but you know, I hope, I hope you're good out there, Owen. Yeah, yeah. I, I love you. <laughs> he <laughs> does love you. I ever love. Talks about you all the time. Yeah. Our buddy John Mendoza too from that era. He's in that uh. Oh, uh, the Atlantis Morissette? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jacket like, Little Thrill. That's a great name yeah, for, I for get a tribute act. Yeah, shout out John Mendoza. And then JG. I haven't seen JG in so long. Yeah, if, if JG, if you uh, stumble upon Hoagie Time, we miss you, pal. <laughs> One of these days we'll do another show. I think I still owe you 230 bucks too. Most likely, dude. Most likely, yeah. I told you, I'm like, do you have a Venmo? And then I never saw you again. You're like, give it to me the next show. I haven't seen him in 10 years. How long has it been? <laughs> 2.30, coming your way, pal. Just knock up one of these days. 